There was an audible click, and when Hemp tried the door handle, it opened freely. All right, Armstrong said. Everybody mask up. When the squad was back in full protective gear, Armstrong opened the door and they all filed through to the other side. The overhead lights came on automatically, just as they had in the main hallway, and Armstrong could immediately sense that something was different in this part of the bunker. Out in the main section, the rooms had been cluttered and abandoned-looking, as if no one had stepped inside them in months. But this section of the bunker was well-kept and organized. They were in a large room with a dozen or so desks, upon which sat several modern-day computers and electrical equipment. The walls of the room were lined with cabinet-sized computer servers and recording hardware. The room didn't look like the kind of primitive workshop that Armstrong expected weapons of mass destruction to be built in. To him, the room looked more like a NASA operations center. Whatever the Iraqis had going on here, it had nothing to do with WMDs. Armstrong gave the hand signal to sweep forward and the squad moved to the end of the room where they stacked up on another door. This time, when the door opened, Armstrong was the first one to pass through. He'd barely made it two steps into the room when a wall of coldness slammed into him. The room was pitch black, but it felt like a freezer to Armstrong, which wasn't necessarily unpleasant given how hot he was in his mop gear. From his position, he was able to quickly scan the corners and scan most of the room with the flashlight mounted to the end of his rifle. The light fell on two tables in the center of the room, and Armstrong froze. Under his protective clothing, his skin suddenly broke out in goose flesh, as if the freezing air inside the room had found an opening into his clothing and flooded in. He muttered something inside his gas mask and groped along the wall with his left hand until he found a light switch. The rest of the squad followed him into the now well-lit room, and as each soldier caught sight of what lay in the center of the room, they just stood, dumbstruck. What the hell are those things? Someone asked. Armstrong brought his rifle back up to his shoulder and crept forward towards the tables and whatever it was that was lying on top of them. They were bodies. The one on the left was human. Armstrong could tell from the face of an Iraqi male turned towards him. The rest of the body was missing pieces and limbs, and there were tubes coming out of it and snaking toward the other table containing the second body. The one that wasn't human.